should I, should I give this this TED talk now or should I? Oh my God. Yes. Okay. So I kept hinting to Beth Ann today that I have, I don't want to call it not a conspiracy. Conspiracy is the way wrong word, but I have a theory. I have a story. I have a story. It's not a great story. Probably I'm the only one who really thinks this is interesting, but I had a profound realization this weekend about the effect that Hannah Montana has had on my life. <laughs> and I was reminded by this this morning <laughs> when Disney Plus dropped. This is the greatest segue <laughs> of all time to talk about our topic we want to talk about. Yeah, Disney Plus. this is just us rambling. Sorry, guys. I've been waiting to give this <laughs> to tell Beth Ann this story for two pre- days. Proceed. So the show premiered on my 13th birthday. Okay. So I remember I made my mom like, I think we went to birthday dinner or something. So I made my mom come back just so I could watch the premiere because we didn't have TiVo. We couldn't afford that. I had to watch it live. Oof, I've heard TiVo since 2004. <laughs> I have another story about TiVo, but we'll say that for <laughs> off the air. So I was like, I wanted to be Miley because we're I mean, the same age as Miley Cyrus. Yeah, she was true. 13 when the show started. She's I 92. 13. Yeah. Yeah. So she's, you know, a couple months older than me or whatever. Mm-hmm. But you think about it. She's a rock star who really loves glitter and loves being the center of <laughs> oh, attention. <shit. laughs> uh, this is where the legacy was born. Do you want to tell me something about your <laughs> it's the best life? of both worlds. <laughs> no, I also, that's probably why I wanted to dye my hair blonde. Not going to lie. Oh, yeah, that's right. You went through a blonde phase. I was very blonde for I a while. I forgot about that. Um, so that's not a great story, but it is relevant to this podcast. Hannah Montana is probably the show that had the most <laughs> impact on my life. See, I feel that way with the alternative universe, except with Perry the Platypus. I wish I could make that noise right now. Well, I, I you can, can insert it here. Okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it, it's in there. It's in there. <laughs> You're not going to put that in there, are you? <laughs> I, I'll try to find it. Okay. I might have to get it illegally, but yeah, I won't do no it. No one needs to know. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it is legal. Yeah. It's not illegal anyway enough of enough of this bullshit (laughs) what are we why are we here on an off week we are gathered here today because we had the grand opportunity to sit down with the band via skype yes the band 12th human the 12th human the 12th human yes but seriously, we had a great talk with them about their new single that just came out called You Got It From Me. And we got to talk with Eric and then newly appointed members, Joe and Brett. Um, but yeah, we They're, just got the phone with them. They're awesome. They were so great. They were so much fun. I didn't expect that call to go for like 35 minutes. No. <laughs> I was given it 18 minutes tops, but I was like, hey, this is good. Once we got on the topic of Poppy, Beth Ann was oh, like, okay, I'm in. No, no, no. That's a spoiler. You got to, you got to save that. Well, you'll just, you'll just have to listen and find out. Yeah. But spoiler, we talk about Poppy for five minutes and it's wonderful. It was pretty great. I guess a housekeeping note is you will notice the, that interview is slightly lower quality than you normally hear from us, but that's yeah. just Skype. It is what it is. So just, yeah. Be warned, you may need to turn your volume up a little bit for this section. Uh, without further ado, here we go. Say your name. Oh. You gotta oh, introduce shit. the podcast. I about that. <laughs> Whoops. Okay, hold on, hold on. Without further ado, I'm Beth Ann. And I'm Leah. And this is She Will Rock You. Da-da-da!
So if you could just introduce yourselves and say what role you have in the band, then we'll jump to the first question. Yeah, so I'm Eric. I uh, play guitar and sing for the band. For the past two years, it was just me, and I really wanted to play live, so I brought in these two guys probably like two months ago. And uh, Joey, <clears throat> go ahead and introduce yourself. Uh, my name's Joey. I'm the drummer. We've pretty much been playing music together for forever kind of stopped for a little bit and now we're back on track so and uh i'm brett i'm the bass guitarist and yeah i mean we've been playing together since uh high school really um but like joey said we took that little break but now we're back and it's just really awesome right now that's awesome guys so you guys have been playing with each other for a little bit but kind of bringing it into a full project that's really yeah, awesome Yeah, we had a, a really shitty my chemical, my chemical romance ripoff band. No, 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 no. That's that's the golden thing. That's the good thing yeah. right there. Every and they are returning, so it's not a bad thing. We no, were, we, were, we did good. We were, we were kids. Yeah, though, you we guys should have hung on to that. It would great. it would have been relevant again. Yeah. 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 yeah no, we thought we were going to be famous for sure. We yeah. won a battle of bands, and we we were ready to buy a mansion. <laughs> I mean, that's how it works, man. So you just win a battle of band, get a hundred dollar gift certificate to Fye, and you're just rolling. <laughs> wow, I forgot about FYE. Wow. <laughs> R.I.P. R.I.P. Oh, Why are you saying that? We still have one. Uh, like for little, little, what are they? Gen Z? Yeah, now they sell like Legos and shit. Yeah. yeah. Get, get a pop figure of your favorite serial character. So I'm stupid like that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, not the, not the real stuff. <laughs> awesome, guys. So. Let's go ahead and jump into this. Um, the first question I have is, tell me the story behind your band name. Oh, I, <laughs> yeah. Let me tell you, I get that one all the time. Right? Uh, I, so I just wrote down, like, this is like three years ago when I was living up in Connecticut or like northern New York. Okay. And, uh, I just had a notepad. I wrote down a bunch of things that sounded cool. And like, I was super into sci-fi movies at the time. And so I was, like, trying to come up with a title for a sci-fi movie if I were to write one. And so one of the things I wrote down was The Twelfth Human. And, like, I just always thought that there could be a lot of sick storylines about something named that. that That's title. awesome. And uh, it really doesn't have, like, a story or anything. But I feel like there's a lot that could be done surrounding that. So I respect that. I feel like too many bands overthink their name. And so that's a good <laughs> well, one. Yeah, I didn't want to release anything because I couldn't think of a name. And I was like... Fuck this! I'm just gonna come up with it. Oh, sorry. Oh no, you're fine. I'm gonna come up with this. F this. There's a <laughs> no, you're totally good. If if anything, we've learned from doing a couple episodes, the best bands just stumbled upon their names. Like Rolling Stones looked at an album cover and just said, "Oh, that says Rolling Stones. That's our name." Oh really? They ripped. The, is that an album title? Uh, they they saw. I think it was Bob Dylan's, um, like Rolling Stone. And they had to think of a name on the spot, and they were just like, uh, Rolling Stone, and that's what stuck. And then you just got to go with it, yeah. Your new single is out, which we listened to, and literally in the first, what, three seconds of it playing in my car, I went, yes, we're interviewing them. This is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so can you, can you just tell us about that song and, and kind of what it's about? Um, shit, I haven't thought about this song yet. <laughs> um, yeah, so I noticed that, like, I've always been in, this is, might get weird, but I've always been in, like, long-term relationships, and I always notice that once you're dating for a certain amount of time, things kind of, you take things from one another, and it's kind of just about, like, that journey of, like, learning, like, not, like, subconsciously imitating somebody just from spending time around them, 
Um, so it just kind of like explores those ideas of being so close to somebody and like getting things from them. And then they might carry that on to somebody else. And um, I just thought it was kind of an interesting concept to write lyrics around. Yeah, that's really cool. Cause it's, um, I don't know if you mentioned this, the title of the singles you got it from me. So that, yeah, that's really cool. That's a cool concept. But as far as for influences, is there like a certain band genre or even song that made you guys want to pursue music? The, oh, that made us want to pursue music. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I'll let you take this. Me, one. I, I mean, I started playing the drums. Really, just I grew up listening to one hundred two point three WBAB with my dad, just always playing Led Zeppelin. So that was really nice. for me. And then when I started playing music with them, when I was like maybe in eighth grade, they kind of just brought me into the whole music scene of everything else. So I always listened to classic rock. And I think, honestly, I think a big part of it was, like, we would skate a lot and play a lot of Tony Hawk Pro Skater. Yeah. And I swear yeah. to God, yeah. that's got to be a huge reason of yeah. why yeah. I started playing yeah. music. And it's funny, though, because you got it for me. It sounds like it would be in Tony Hawk. That's yeah. that's literally what I was Which going for, good. yeah. I mean, I used to listen to, like, hip-hop when I was first growing up until I met Eric, and then his dad kind of forced me to start listening to classic <laughs> rock. Um, but I was also listening to guys like uh, Sum 41, yeah. Uh, Lincoln Park, Blink-182, and th- those were really, like, the types of music that I really liked growing up. I remember Brett dressed up as Eminem in sixth grade. <laughs> I really appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Brett and I had nothing else to do but just, like, spray paint my hair. <laughs> Brett and oh, no. actually did a Kiss performance in the talent show. That was it. So. Yeah, yeah. If I had to oh, bring it down man. to one moment... <laughs> Me, Brett, and two other guys that we went to school with in sixth grade did a talent show and all dressed up as Kiss, and it was fucking sick. <laughs> and we came out. Thing. Huh? Yeah. That is the cutest origin story. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I was playing guitar, and Brett was playing bass, and they were like, all right, yeah. I guess this is what we're doing. No, I was, play- I was playing guitar. Oh, I was oh, yeah, freely. Right. You were supposed to yeah. play bass, but nobody had a bass guitar. <laughs> Brett had, like, two silver-painted paper plates on his shoulder. <laughs> yeah. As the outfit. Yeah, we. This one kid came up to us like right after we were done, and he was like, "Dude, were you guys really playing that song?" I was like, "Yeah, I wanted to say yes." <laughs> I, I did say yes. Okay, so next question here: What music projects are up and coming for you guys? That we're working on ourselves. Working on yourselves or as a band? Totally open um, to whatever. We actually just got out of the studio. Yeah, nice. so right now we're working on... So I think that, like, the landscape... And this might be interesting for you guys, too, since you're exploring that, is I think the landscape for music is kind of changing right now. I think albums are literally pointless unless you have a following and people that and people care. And, like, it's kind of sad because then you can't do, like, themed albums and all that. But really, like, it's all about just getting content out there, whether it's whether you're a YouTuber putting out YouTube videos or a musician. So I'm kind of looking at it from that lens so we're trying to put out a song every month right now yeah cause streaming just um, made like a huge difference in the music industry really yeah it's all about getting onto yeah. playlists on spotify right now is what i've come to realize so i figure if we put out a song every month and upload it to playlists we'll get some sort of algorithmic pop that will hopefully get it to more ears um so right now that's kind of what we're working on so we're constantly writing and then we're also just trying to we haven't played any live shows yet so we're looking for another guitarist so if anyone is listening that wants to play guitar in a Tony Hawk pop punk band. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's what we're working on right now. I think Joey's Joey's like getting good at acoustic guitar, so he might start his own acoustic project. Yeah, um, definitely. And that's it. That's, that's super cool. That's an interesting strategy. 
I think we get, we have this conversation with people a lot about you know the the face of the music industry and how it's changing, but never from like a content creator side like you guys this perspective that you guys have. So it's interesting to hear that playlist ads matter. That makes you want to go add a bunch of songs to a bunch of playlists. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean back back uh, when we first started playing in a band, playing live shows was kind of everything, and that's how you kind of got a fan base but now it's it's not like that at all which is unfortunate because playing live like locally was great but now it's kind of like not dead but i mean kind of dead. When, dude, when you play a local show yeah it's literally only the bands and, yeah. and i have nothing against that i i can't wait to play yeah, a local show. super fun and i wish it wasn't that way but it doesn't but do anything productive for your fan base yeah right? and it's it like sucks. most people are younger that are in the bands yeah and it's, it's just yeah. like kind of fragmented yeah. and weird at least on long island like we would be like the old one of the oldest bands out of the show now, like mm-hmm. way, probably way older. Getting shown up by these little kids. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is a totally self indulgent indulgent question because I work in marketing. But how do you guys see like social media playing into building a fan base? Uh, yeah, so I actually work in marketing too. I had my own marketing agency for the past two years. I just shut it down. Awesome. New position, but uh, I think influencers are the easiest way to get your name out there. So I mean. Somebody will run a meme page and it's like a 14 year old, and he'll take $25 mm-hmm. and shoot it out to 20,000 people. Yeah. Um, I think that's it's the most man. Yeah. Literally, all of society today, just like our whole lives pretty much revolve around social media itself. So it just seems like once you get it out there, it's just easy to spread it um, across everywhere once it's already out there on social media. Well, hopefully. I mean, I mean, you can be a successful band nowadays without playing one single live show. This is true. It's just from getting paid with streaming. But then obviously your fans are going to expect you to tour and want to see you live. So you have to do that afterwards. But yeah. Yeah, I think social media plays a huge role in it. And especially like your band can kind of like manufacture their own brand around that too. Like not that we really focus on that at all, but maybe we should. But like (laughs) let like. 10 years ago, it was just your PR releases and your interviews that got shown on VH1 that would kind of define your brand. But now it's like yeah. you can curate it yourself. Yeah, I think that's super cool. I love when brands have, or brands and bands, have just a super strong, distinct like voice and personality. Uh, that's what attracts me to a band, personally. Right. I started thinking about that recently. Do you know that band? Do you know that band, Title Fight? No. Do you know them? No. no. They're kind of like a now they're kind of like a shoegazy punk band, but they have like a really sick brand just surrounding them. Like everything they do is just so fucking cool. That's that's like the goal of what I would like to do. But it's it's tough. Like you have to keep it authentic at the same time. So it's not like something you could attempt to do. It kind of just has to come out organically. Yeah, yeah, I definitely agree with that. Um, sure. On that note, I think we're going to transition to the lightning round, which is our favorite part of any interview. Um, So we'll start this off with, and you can each answer individually. Tell us the top three bands you're listening to on Spotify right now. And if you're feeling brave, tell us your most, your three most recent searches. Oh, okay. You want me to pull it up right now? Sure. (laughs) Okay. So top three bands are for sure. (laughs) Pine Grove. I'm obsessed with Pine Grove lately. Okay. Um, I don't know if you heard of them, but they're awesome. They're like, they're like, in, I don't even know how to describe them. They're like, uh, almost like country emo band, but they're awesome. I, um, I appreciate so that. 
<laughs> Pine Grove, Post Malone, and uh, this band Blame God. That's my friend's band, and they're like a hardcore death metal band, and they're all awesome. nice. Oh man, what are yours? Uh, my three recent searches is the same thing as the three bands I've been listening to the most, which is Cop Out, Our Last Night, <laughs> Sleeping with Sirens, and Poppy. <laughs> oh, Poppy! Poppy, Poppy yes, Ooh. yes. I shout out to the cult. Fucking wait. Yes, I disagree. In January, I'm on the train, dude. The poppy yes! train. Oh, yes. Yes. This is this just made my night. I was <laughs> I don't even I like was... metal, but Beth Ann's gotten me into poppy. <laughs> You're damn right. She's she's awesome. This. I was talking to my friends about this podcast today and they were like, dude, you have to you have to like talk about Poppy because we recently yes. are live in New Orleans. And we never knew who she was. And then we like kind of just got sucked into watching her on YouTube and like all of her music. And oh. this is perfect that you know who Poppy is. Dude, oh, dude. How, how bad she's like, friends. Yeah. Like yeah. she's literally, yeah, literally her. Oh, own. no. She's, she's marketing. That's oh, yeah, for sure. if you look at what she did two years ago to what oh. she's doing now, <laughs> it's the smartest move from a marketing standpoint. Because she has found this unique niche and is running with it. Yeah, I, but, love, I love it. I love her. Yeah. I love her new music. How it's super heavy and then like super, I, like Disney Channel. It literally chorus. goes yes. from like Disney I tunes like, to like just. It's. I think There's it's really like unfocused about it though. That I yeah, but I think that's why it's so popular because it's like it's, no one's ever heard. It's so original. Like it. like, yeah. I know. I know. I get that. You know. You I mean? can't like nod your head and groove to it because it's just all over the place. Yeah. Yeah. Because one second you'll be like dancing, then the next second you're gonna freak out. You're like, what's going on? Yeah. It's like, like a it's like a new K-pop progressive metal mix. I'm I'm here for it. Oh, you say K-pop. Yeah, like a K-pop prog mix. It's yeah, yeah. When you yeah. say it that way, it sounds fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't want a K-pop prog band? You're right. Yeah. That's what Poppy I'm saying. Won me over. There you go. That's all you need to I think. I'm in about. the cult. That's all. <laughs> what about you? What about Poppy you, Brad? Uh, me, I just like I usually kick it back to the uh, high school days, so I just really stick with bands like uh, Taking Back Sunday, The Youth, yes. um, Census Fail. Typical basis. Yeah. Red has the same playlist. Red has the same iPod in his I car. Do. Every anytime I get <laughs> I into Red's my... car, I'm not even kidding. For the as long as I've known him, it's been the same exact music. It's, <laughs> Island, it's Island in the Sun, MCR, and Weezer. I mean, that is Weezer. <laughs> Island in the Sun, and uh, I'm not okay. Hey, yeah. Literally, hey, don't be knocking Weezer. I'm not hating. That's awesome. That's awesome. All right. Yeah. Next lightning round question. This is a personal favorite of ours. And if you need a moment to think, it is completely understandable. But there is no moments to think in the lightning round. All right. Round. Here <laughs> we go. You better be ready. If you were a cereal, what kind of cereal would you be? We're talking about the eating kind, not the killing kind. Um, uh, uh, Gotta be I'd ready. Be life, I'd be life, man. It's all about life, man. You'd be life cereal? <laughs> It's the worst. What are you, raisin bran? <laughs> no, he is like cereal, bland and <laughs> nasty. I already, know, I already know mine. What's I'm waiting for you. No, you said no, uh, you said you had to go dude, right away. Someone wanted uh, to call me out. That's your final answer. That's that's fine. Okay, you're like, we'll go with that. I'm uh I'm Cocoa Pebbles. Cocoa Pebbles, why? Because um I taste like crack. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I am honeycombs because I am literally that guy in the commercial. I am yeah. literally the honeycombs guy. I forgot about those commercials. They Runs were... around with a big ass mouth open, just like, like Crash Bandicoot ripoff. Yeah, 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 it really yeah. is. Like when he hits the tiki guy, he's like, look at the guy. He starts running around. Starts running around. You guys are great at answering that, considering you didn't think about it at all. Wait, what? What cereal are you? Uh, we have a fight over this. If you listen to one of our older episodes where we first introduced this question, we both wanted to be Christmas Captain Crunch, but we can't both be Christmas Captain Crunch. Whoa! I won that because I said it first. <laughs> yep, then she got dibs. That's all I can say. Yep. Oh, I can go for Christmas. So Captain. I was I'm gonna from- say I was gonna say cinnamon toast crunch, but. That's just my favorite cereal. I, I don't describe. Oh, that's what I went me. for. That's what I went for. Yeah. CT Crunch, baby. I went for my favorite cereal. I yeah, didn't you, think about you, this so long enough. Yeah. You gotta psychoanalyze yourself and what it equates to in cereal. <laughs> I think of the commercials. I think of the character that symbolizes the cereal. I think this that needs an essay. Too. Like the Fruit Loops, dude. <laughs> Frosted Flakes. If you're strong, like Tony the Tiger. <laughs> Speaking of favorite foods, if you if you're out. At a bar, you know, hang out with friends. What's your go-to beer or drink of choice? Oh, this might take a while for me. You guys might want to go first. Wait, was it favorite foods or favorite drink or both? Uh, favorite beer. beer, go-to beer, or your drink of choice. Okay. Dude, mojito. mojito. It's, the, it's the men's mojito movement, and we're starting up right here. Mojitos <laughs> are the most crisp, refreshing drink, and they get you drunk the quickest. I didn't know there was a stigma against you had men's a, mojitos. You had the whole oh, dude, there's totally a bias against men's mojito movement. <laughs> All I it is is Sprite more, with mint uh, and rum. You're good. Spice. We weren't going to give this episode a fun title, but I think it now has to be hashtag men's mojito movement. It's a movement. That's honestly, wow. That's great. That's a great title. Yeah. Dude, okay. Okay. You might, if anyone out here is judging it right now, go to a rooftop bar and get a mojito in New York City. And you will feel like a million bucks, and that's a. Problem. And you will spend thirty bucks. N- nineteen. Bucks. <laughs> Realistically, nineteen bucks. But you'll be drunk off that one drink, so it's yep. worth it. It's worth yeah. it. <laughs> oh man! So there we go. It's out there in the ether. <laughs> All right, so we got a man mojito. Uh, what I'll else go we got? With, uh, Captain Morgan with ginger ale, because mixed Ooh. together, it tastes like uh, cream soda. If you haven't had it, have it. And it won't upset your stomach because ginger ale is great for your stomach. I'm usually pretty big on gin and tonics and Sprite and vodkas. Can't go wrong with that. Because they are so yummy. But we're not, so we're not the most manly drink. No, that's right. We're not alcoholics. We we, we don't believe in stigmas here. As you can tell, two women talking about rock history, so. Oh, I believe strongly in stigmas, but when it comes to mojitos, I'm all about the men's movement. <laughs> it's kind of it's I'm kind not of a mojito guy. I just don't like the mint. I don't like mint like the mint taste in my drink. You know what I mean? You haven't had a good. It's mojito like it's yet. like you mint. gotta ask for light mint. Mint. You've been you've been drinking at the wrong places. For All right, next question. Next question. Your favorite concert you have ever been to? Kiss. Five yep. years old. Yep. Nice. Oh, five years old. My first concert oh. was Kiss. It was amazing, dude. The That's pyrotechnics, the fire right in your face as a child. Yeah, no. Um, I was going to say the Kiss concert in, on your birthday in 2004. Was that Jones to, Beach? Yeah, that was Jones Beach. Yeah, yeah. That there, was, you know yeah. my favorite concert? 
Come on, you know. Oh, uh, come on. Dance, Gavin, dance. No. Wait. Yes. <laughs> no. Uh, come on. A Skyline Drive. With who? <laughs> From first to last. With who? Not Dance, Gavin, dance. No. Bless the fall. And Vanna. Vanna. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be crazy, Donkey. Yes. Yeah. Best show ever. That was my first like underground show, and yeah. it was the best night of my With life. With a Dance, Gavin, dance and Bless the fall. It was, yeah, it was Dancing Gavin Dance too. It was Dancing Gavin Dance. It was from first to last when Sonny was in the band. Okay. It was Bless the Fall with Craig Mabbitt. It was Vanna with their all their old members and oh, a nice. Skylight Drive with all their old members. Yeah, it, it was, was it was Bless the Fall with the dude. So that old singer in Bless the Fall sings in Escape the Fate. Yeah, yeah, Escape the Fate, right? yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah it, was, it, was, it was just an unbelievable lineup, and not, not one of those bands have the same – uh, members anymore so yeah. Like, yeah i think i remember that tour it was like late 2000s i almost want to say good answer all right final lightning round question perhaps the hardest of them all oh boy if you could only eat one flavor of oreo for the rest of your life what would it be you can't say the original and double stuff is not a flavor <laughs> oh flavor <laughs> i can't say original no, it has to be one of the weird flavors. Okay, I've never, know. I've never had, I've never had the flavors really, but I'm gonna go peanut butter, birthday because, cake, birthday, birthday cake, birthday cake, birthday cake for that's sure. That's ever, other than double stuff. That's the only one I've ever had. Was yeah. Birthday cake. I've, I've never, never had, had, I've never had peanut butter, but I'm gonna say that that's probably one of the best. But flavors. But you know, there was a bunch of flavors because I didn't. I've never, I've never explored that. No, me either. No, I've only really now got we the have double stuff. But the thins one. Controversial opinion: The thin Oreos are amazing. Oh, they're probably way better. They're it's really easy good. to eat, right? Yeah, so and they're like thinner cookies too. They're so yeah, good. They, like melt in your mouth. Okay, so your assignment after you get off the Skype call is to go to the nearest grocery store and pick a flavor of Oreo and try it. <laughs> <laughs> That's literally what I'm <laughs> done right now. We we highly recommend the limited Christmas edition peppermint bark. They're you guys are big like Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> we 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 kind of yeah. Now that you Who say it like, like that. Well, I mean, Christmas is... You got all the good flavors going on. Favorite, favorite Christmas movie, go. Oh, shit. Um, no. Muppet Christmas Carol, and there is no other answer. Whoa. Oh, well, okay, that's fine. How about Home Alone? <laughs> Thanks. How about Home Alone's a good one. That, that, no, no. <laughs> Canceled. Um, I'm going to say A Year Without a Santa Claus, Rankin and Bass Special. Which... I'm very upset they don't play on TV anymore. Gen Z is missing out, but that's just me. I'll give you that. That's also an acceptable answer. All right. So it, it has, the time has come to close this out, sadly. It's been a lot of fun hanging out with you guys and chatting. Uh, why don't you tell all of our listeners where they can find you and find your music? Um, yeah, it's all on the gram. We don't do any other social media uh, too much to manage. So everything's on our Instagram, the 12th human um the one two th human on instagram all one word and in there you'll find a link to our spotify apple music uh we just came out with some merch but instagram only allows one link so message us if you want to see where the merch is awesome so thank you guys so much for for chatting with us this has been so much fun um yeah anything you want to say thank you for having us yeah thank cool you. thing you're doing guys yeah it's been keep, awesome man. keep on rocking Thanks for listening, and thank you to The Twelfth Human for joining us on this interview today. You can subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Spotify. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, be sure to leave us a review. 
A special thanks to Josh Tarpley for our intro riff and Lauren Page Photography for our cover art. Shout out to Backline and Speaker Tree for being downtown and being awesome and having records and having coffee. Uh, you can like us on Facebook or follow us on Instagram at She Will Rock You Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at She Will Rock the letter U Pod. You can follow us individually on Instagram at Beth Ann Tarpley and at LeahElizabeth.J. And we'd love to hear from you. Send us any kind of, you know, letters, notes, gifts. We don't care. <laughs> G-I-F-S or G-I-F-T-S? Both. Okay. Email us, get us our address, then send us things in the mail. But first, you got to send an email to SheWillRockYouPodcast at gmail.com. And, you know, as always, don't do drugs. Don't do drugs. But try all the Oreos. And drink a man mojito. Yes. Hashtag man mojito movement. <laughs> Ha <laughs> ha